This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If neither of you are going to move and you both have jobs that don't allow you to travel a lot or work from anywhere. Yeah and do extended trips, it's probably not gonna work out. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Sparrow. And I'm Molly DeMillier. And we have a hell of an episode for you this week. Yeah. We just got done recording with Taylor Thomas, and she's so funny, so amazing. We're talking to her about long-distance relationships. But before we get into that, we have a few things for you. We still have two people that did not claim the review winners. So we have Rebecca ML and we have Extifer P. So if you wrote a review and that is you, you won $100. Contact us. Shooters Gotta Shoot Pod at gmail.com or on our Instagram, Shooters Gotta Shoot Pod. People are leaving that $100. They're leaving it up and we don't know how long we should wait for you to come get your money. In this economy? Right? So that being said, if these people are not claiming, you should go leave a review right now, throw your hat in the ring because we're picking our winners. Mm-hmm. You have a chance to win 100 bucks if these people don't show their faces. Yeah. They're not true fans if they're not listening <laughs> and <laughs> contacting us Touché. to get their money. Okay? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So definitely... Uh, uh, let us know. The other thing, guys, you definitely got to look out for uh, some sketches we got coming up on Instagram and on TikTok. They're a lot of fun, so keep an eye out. Uh, like them on Instagram, comment, do the thing, share yeah. them around. They're uh, one-minute movies, and we did survey some people for some romantic movies that they hated because mm-hmm. uh, they're very easy to make fun of. <laughs> and they're also very easy to content- condense into one minute. Yes. <laughs> Turns out a lot of movies, not that complicated. So <laughs> it's a fun little thing we're doing to help get us through this time. So if you have any suggestions, throw, uh, throw that our way. And for when it's done, I think we... Uh, have a new thing for production to really save them some time and money. Yeah. Pump them out. Quibi ain't got nothing on us, baby. Yeah, we're going to be pitching to YouTube. So yeah. <laughs> we're going to tell YouTube, hire us. We'll produce movies for you <laughs> with very simple storylines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, if you're enjoying the podcast, join our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. You can join it, get extra episodes. We survey you for topics. We take your opinion more heavily because uh, you pay some money. Uh, <laughs> that's how the world works okay uh, we're just following the rules this is america <laughs> and if you are enjoying it you should definitely share it to your instagram so stop what you're doing right now share this to your instagram story tag us tag the podcast and tag taylor tomlinson because yeah. she is absolutely fantastic she's awesome you're gonna love this up so without further ado let's bring in our amazing guest you might have seen her on the tonight show with jimmy fallon or seen her new couple gets quarantine series you may have heard her podcast self helpless or seen her netflix one hour special quarter life crisis it's taylor tomlinson those half-hearted blues are the most applause i've gotten in a full month <laughs> so i really best. appreciate it the crowd's going crazy over here we're very excited <laughs> Anyway, um, well, we mainly were very interested to have Taylor on because Taylor is in a new relationship, as we mentioned in her series. And how long have you guys been dating? I mean, at this point, it's been like seven months, I guess. Seven months. Okay. Coming up okay. on that. Yeah. Still new, though. The six month mark when shit got real. <laughs> yeah. It's fairly new, like right when the honeymoon period's ending. It's like, ooh, time to make a real big decision. Right. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about that of like, say you were dating someone for like a month. And then quarantine's coming. Do you walk in with that person? I wouldn't. Right. Uh, I wouldn't either. No. Yeah. Unless you want to figure some stuff out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you you know you can leave. Sam lives in New York, so for for us, it was like we have to decide today yeah. if you are going to get back on a plane or not. And I mean, you know, I I think he could still get on a plane technically. I mean, it's it's so unclear now. I have no idea either. Yeah, I it, thought everything was shut down. I, there's definitely still flights going because, like, still I flights. yeah, like I see them going in and out of LaGuardia, like when I go for a run or something. And I'm like, who is flying right now? <laughs> like, I know. Well, some people have to, but I I don't know. I don't know if maybe you have to prove that you're 
flying for a good reason or something or maybe not i i can't tell yeah yeah well i was gonna say what i don't know what was i guess the biggest change aside from being long distance to now like quarantined together yeah, we went from missing each other all the time to like now we're the only people we don't miss. We <laughs> see each other. <laughs> like, we're we we were doing a pretty good job of going back and forth between New York and LA. Um, but he had been out here a lot in January and February already. Yeah, and was visiting at the beginning of March as well. Um, after I had been in New York for a few days. But he had been out here a lot for press. I had needed to be out here for press since we both had specials that came out. So I felt terrible even wanting him to stay here for potentially weeks or months because he had just been here for so long already. And so there there was a day, there was a few hours that day where he was like, I have to go back. And I was like, I mean, you know, I can't, I can't blame you for wanting to do that. But at the same time, I was like, logically... This is like when New York had like 200 confirmed cases. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's going to get bad so quickly. I don't think either of us should get on a plane if we can help it. Just by being in L.A., my apartment is bigger and there's space and the weather's nicer and you can walk. Like, can you guys even walk right now? Or is it because it's just too many people out or... Uh, we can because we're in Astoria so I think we're a little bit luckier but I was actually in Manhattan earlier this week Uh, I did one of the Mm -hmm. blood donations and it's like a ghost town there like no one is out walking I think Central Park was totally closed there was no one in there so it was like a stark difference between the two spots so I think we're really lucky to be where we are in Queens um, and that we can get out and about a little bit yeah I mean it's more crowded on the weekends yeah like, for sure just even looking out the window i'll actually see people walking around but usually it's like you see like a lone one person or i go yeah. on a walk in the middle of the day most days and it's like i rarely run into too many people because mm-hmm. at wow. first the parks were crowded people were playing soccer in groups yeah and i was like that needs right. to stop that's not yeah and then is. i feel like th- there was like one weekend or two where like the parks were really really crowded and then right after that is when our cases just were skyrocketing so it looks like people kind of got the message or hopefully um yeah well they literally yeah. took basketball hoops off to be like yeah. no playing yeah That's, everybody go home <laughs> or like locked up the ones that like you can actually like they had like gate like doors so there's like oh. some that are like totally have padlocks and stuff on them oh man yeah that's nuts it, it feels like we're all in a dream like this is insane mm-hmm. what's happening i mean we we went grocery shopping a couple weeks ago and we're you know wiping everything down in my hallway with lysol wipes and sam's like if you had told me seven months ago that i would be lysol wiping down cans of beans <laughs> with comedian taylor tomlinson <laughs> who i do not know I would t- that that's like a weird dream I would have had. Like, oh, that's strange. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know when you, have, you see someone's Instagram post and you have a dream about them. Like, that's what that would have been. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's I feel that way, and I'm just by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it sounds like you guys were kind of ahead in your thinking, though, of like knowing that this was going to be for a while when you decided to make the decision to quarantine together we didn't know it was gonna be this long i mean i think i think we thought it would be maybe like a month and it's just happened so quickly and so slowly because i mean it's been a month it's been a month already Mm -hmm. of this which is insane and we're not close to it being over (laughs) it's like so it's weird because obviously we didn't see each other as much because of the distance we also didn't see anybody we've ever dated this much mm, because, wow. you know, as road comedians, I mean, even when I was living with my ex, like I only saw him Sunday through Wednesday. Mm. I I have never spent a month straight with somebody like any any person, maybe besides <laughs> my immediate family. Yeah, I think we've been doing very well considering <laughs> that. I mean, I talked to my buddy um do you know Dustin Nickerson? Yeah, yeah, I've met him. Mm-hmm. You know, you know Dustin. So I, Dustin's one of my best friends, and I was talking to him, and he's been married since he was nineteen. And I was like, "Man, marriage is very hard." And he goes, "This is so much harder than marriage." <laughs> 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 he's 
like, there are no breaks. <laughs> yeah, you can't even like go to the store by yourself. No, do you can't whatever. do anything. I mean, you can take a walk and like that's your, like thankfully I have like an office and a bedroom, which is why for me I was like, why would we both go to New York right now and be in like a studio apartment yeah. mm-hmm. when we are in an apartment now where like you could go in another room. And even lock the door if you wanted, <laughs> just to just to really stick it to me yeah. if you were mad. Like the, it's it's weird what like what has brought me comfort in this time. Mm-hmm. Like I started locking our bedroom door at night, and there's no reason for it. I'm just like, well, if somebody breaks in, that's another layer that they got to get through. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, you just. When your anxiety is this high all the time, you're like, what else can I be anxious about? Like, I always sleep with, like, a knife under my <laughs> under my <Jesus> mattress. <laughs> and I asked him, and then I was like, do you want a knife? And he was like, do you still have a knife? I was like, yeah. You know, I mean, I just thought I, I should have offered this a month ago. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you had the knife before you locked the door? Yeah, no. I mean, I live alone usually, <laughs> yeah. so I okay. I have a knife. I mean, I, I have keep. three roommates. I lock my door at night typically. Really? The only time there I did it was when Molly had Corona because my brain went, "If Molly can't breathe <laughs> and get somehow gets to your door and can't get in yeah. to wake you up, I'm asleep." Like, that's that so was nice. <laughs> well, then, but then that's I went. So we have two doors into our apartment: the door that's on the street and then the door at the top of the stairs. But I like. I remember I got up and I rechecked that the top of the stairs door was locked. I was like, okay. And mm-hmm. then I checked our other roommate has a window to the uh, roof and she's at her boyfriend's. But I went in her room and checked that that was locked. Like, so I was Smart. like, okay, they can't yeah. come in that window and this door. So, all right, I guess that's it. Like, well, thank you. I don't, and I don't have high anxiety. I just, I have a thing about murderers. I can't watch scary movies and stuff like that. Cause my brain's just, I don't know. I think like, most people have a thing about murderers. Yeah. Like uh, my <laughs> <So> common. <laughs> Well, I'm just, I'm constantly like, I'm going to get murdered. Like, we're going to get murdered. Yeah, like, you're a woman. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Higher rate. You're a human lady. <laughs> like, uh, my college roommate ended up being my roommate all through college. And I did not remember this, but one of her first memories of us is I got to the room first and I kept the whole room like 50-50 of like where your desk was. Like, I didn't take any more space, but I took the bed that was farther from the door. But she just was like, mm-hmm. oh, can I ask you? She's like, is there a reason you picked that side of the room? And I was like, yeah, that bed's close to the door. So if someone comes in, I got more reaction time. And she looked at me and was like, did you just say that to me? When you first met her? Yeah, this is one of our first days <laughs> together. We had been like texting yeah, no, all you... summer, but okay. uh, I just felt like too comfortable. I was like, no, nah, we're going to get along great. <laughs> she was like, you just that told me so I was going to get picked off by a murderer before you. And I was like, well, that's just how my brain works. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, should have got here earlier, buddy. Yeah. That's so <laughs> funny. Oh, could. my God. It's true. I think I think as women, you're just always thinking about that. I was doing a, a bit about that before um, I became unemployed and lost everything. Um, it just feels like we don't have jobs ever again, but I was doing a bit about, um, how my guy friends just really, they really just don't think about being murdered like ever. Like it has been a fight in every relationship I've ever had where I'm like, why are you not afraid of me dying? Like, why is that not a fear (laughs) in your head? Cause I'm always afraid of you dying and I'm always afraid of me dying. Like I talked to a guy friend of mine. It was on Steve's podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was explaining to them, like, oh, I get kind of nervous in Ubers and stuff. And his co-host goes, oh, me too. Some of them are, like, they're really, they're bad drivers. It's like they're all over the road and stuff. And I was like, oh, you're afraid, you're afraid of getting in an accident? No, I'm, like, afraid they're going to kill me on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> These are different fears. You're afraid you're going to fly through the windshield. I'm afraid I'm going to end up in the trunk. Like, yeah. that's not what I was getting at. Yeah, or if someone so broke into a man's common. apartment, they would think, like, I'm going to get beat up and mugged. Yeah. But they don't think they're going to get murdered. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, or if they're walking down an alley, they're like, oh, I might get jumped. But they're like, but I'm going to live. Yeah. (laughs) I just got to, I got to get a new license. Yeah. (laughs) Got to go to the DMV. I'm going to get jumped, but I'm going to live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, is it, do you almost, part of you feel like when quarantine is over that you'll kind of miss it just because you get to be together with your long distance relationship? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it and... I think we both kind of feel like, oh man, how do we go back to not being together all the time or not seeing each other even every week? Um, Because we were doing every week pretty much in January and February. Yeah, we were really killing it. We were doing like, you know, shows on the weekends, obviously on the road, but then one of us would come back, both of us would either come back to LA or come back to New York. 
and there was there were like maybe a week or like five days here and there where we couldn't see each other but we were doing a pretty good job and now it's like I don't know I mean provided provided he doesn't dump me during this time <laughs> for just being you know so annoyed um but if we make it fingers crossed then um yeah I think it's gonna be hard to go back to not seeing each other all the time and feeling a little insecure at times and not knowing where the other person is. And I mean, being a long distance is so tough because you can't, when you fight and it's easy to fight because it's easy to not feel heard or paid attention to when you're not physically there. Or if one of you is going through something emotional and the other person isn't physically there, you kind of like weirdly resent them for not being there when you need them. Cause that's what your partner's supposed to do, but they physically can't be cause they're, you know, a six hour flight away. And there's, there's no, there's no way to like put a button on the end of fights. You know how like sometimes the only way to stop fighting is just to like hug. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's not an option. Yeah. It's just not an option. So I mean, we're still obviously like bickering here and there because we're stuck together. Um, but I think I think we argue less um, in quarantine than we did long distance. I think long distance is much harder, and we had a lot of we had a lot of like rough days when we were apart for an extended period of time. Or we just had to get on FaceTime and be like, you know what? If we were together, this wouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. And when we're together, everything's great. And yeah. we just need to kind of remember that and pick our battles. And this is a similar situation in that it's also very much a pick your battles situation. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel bad for anybody finding out anything terrible about their partner in quarantine. Um, well, I was going to say before you got into the long distance relationship with Sam, were you someone that were, was like, no way I wouldn't ever do that. It's like too much work. Like, were you against it? Were you always kind of open to it? Against, uh, dating somebody who lived on the other coast? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's your scenario. So I <laughs> yeah. guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely was against it. I mean, when we started talking, I was very much like, where do you think this would go? There are so many reasons this is a bad idea. Mm. The first being that we're both comedians. <laughs> yeah. But the second and probably bigger is that you do not live here. You are never going to move here. I remember I, I asked a couple people about Sam when we started talking because I didn't know him at all. And Erica was one of those people. Yeah, I was and like, so, I think I'm the one that said that. He wouldn't move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was not, I was not. I was not smooth about it either. I was asking her like, "What do you what do you think of, like the seller, like the seller guys? Are they are they good dudes?" <laughs> and she was like, "What?" She she sussed me out so quick. She's like, "You mean Sam Morel? Like, what do you what do you think?" I was like, "I, like, I don't know, just any of them. Are they, like, cool to date or I don't know." Um, but yeah, that was the one of the things she said. She was like, "She's like, yeah, she's like, I mean, he'll never move to L.A." And I was like, yeah, I mean, kind of what I expected. And I brought that up really early on. And I was kind of like, I'm not moving to New York and you're not going to move here. And he was like, well, you never know. Like, we'll see. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you would never move here. And yeah. he's like, I don't know. And then, of course, once we were in a relationship, he's like, oh, yeah, I would never move. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you tricked me. Um and there, you know, I think it depends, like, if you're in a long distance relationship like that, you probably do need some sort of long term plan, whether that is one of you moves, or you agree to be bi-coastal in a very real way, which was kind of our plan was to like, okay, one of us is going to be in New York for a month, and then one of us will be in LA for a month, like, kind of switching off and and making both of our places like more our places like mm-hmm. i left a bunch of stuff in his apartment and luckily he had left some stuff here at mine um so he didn't just have what he brought but i got stuff at his place and he's got stuff here and we both gave each other keys somewhat early because of all that so we were already we had already been in situations where like we were living together for granted at most like five or six days at a time yeah i was gonna say what's like the longest you spent together straight about five six maybe a week yeah probably five or six days in new york and then Um, what was the longest you like spent apart i think there was once where we we went two or three weeks and then there was another time where we tried to do that again it must you know what no i think we were supposed to go three weeks and we couldn't do it so halfway through he flew to chicago where i was for a weekend on a sunday and 
we literally just spent like 16 hours together Mm -hmm. and then he went back and then I went back. So we broke it up with like one 16 hour visit. (laughs) Um, But it's funny because when we first started dating, I was very much like, well, if we could see each other once a month, this would work. And then it became clear very quickly that like that was not going to work for either of us. So it became like, okay, we can't go longer than two weeks without seeing each other. And then it was like, okay, 10 days is too many. And then it was like, all right, a week at the absolute Mm. most. And this is probably going to ruin us because we we do get to hang out all the time right now. And of course, I think any relationship right now, you have to carve out time to be alone and do your own thing and and give each other space. And there are days that are harder than others. But I think overall, we're just very good friends and we get along very well and like hanging out with each other and talking. So I feel very lucky in that regard to just be with somebody who I like a lot, not just someone I'm attracted to or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say people that like, whether your relationship's been newer or like around a year or especially people that have been like talking about moving in and quarantined together or especially my cousin got married not too long ago and she just was like, yeah, me and my husband were just talking about, you know, she's like, wow, what a marriage test to be like, did you really yeah. pick the right person? Like you are now trapped with them 24 hours. Yeah, like, absolutely. Absolutely. But also it's, I'm sure there are people who are in bad relationships or with, or even just with the wrong person who are staying in it because they don't want to do this alone. Oh, for sure. So yeah. I think it's, I think it's both. I mean, I feel like once this is over, a lot of people are going to be stronger and a lot of people are going to break up immediately. Oh, yeah. yeah. Weren't you saying you saw something that like in Wuhan, there's like a yeah. ton of divorces there's right now? There's been an increase of, of divorces oh. in China, period. Because Oh, I'm sure. I mean, but why not? Especially, yeah. I mean, those are known to be people that do not even divorce. So it's yeah. like, well, that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. The U.S. is just going to break it yeah. up. There's going to be a lot of pregnancies and divorces yeah. for sure. Like, a lot of people are going to open up their relationships after this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like, this is especially the time it's very hard to be like, uh, when you think of like exes or like whoever the last uh, person was that you were hanging out with, you're like, you debate being like, well, no, I mean, you yeah. know, maybe we would again. Like, yeah. all of a sudden your brain's like, no, maybe it'd be okay. It'd be fine. Oh, Do I not felt text the them. exact. I felt the exact opposite where I've been thinking about my exes and going, thank God this didn't happen while I was with so-and-so. Oh, uh, okay. No. Well, I think that just shows you're also over it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. But if, it's also, I'm also in a relationship. So if I were single, I would absolutely be like, you dumb shit, Taylor. You should have mm. just stayed in a bad thing. Exactly. So that you wouldn't be by yourself. I would probably be mad at myself for that. Or maybe <laughs> even if I was alone and if I was struggling alone, maybe I would still be like, thank God. I'm not with this person who treated me this way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. True. We've been trying to figure out if like after this, people will be like feeling lonely and want to like lock down relationships more. And if it'll change mm. dating in that way. Or if people are just going to go nuts for a minute. Like, uh, yeah. Just fuck whoever's right in front of them. <laughs> yeah. the next time. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I, I think you might be right. I think there might be a lot of people who go, wow, if something this bad happens, I don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And so I think there might be a lot of single people. I think there's going to be a lot of couples who break up because they can't stand each other anymore. Yeah. And then there are going to be a lot of single people who go, I'm dating in a very different way now. Like I am going to find my person and find my partner. Mm-hmm. And like you said, lock it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like not, or just not waste time. Like, yeah, oh, I'm going to, yes. you know, not stay in anything longer than like two dates. Yeah. Even. Like someone might be yes. like, yeah, after two dates, I'm already like, you know what? You're not long term for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, or like the old saying of job interviews is to be like, you know, usually who gets the job is not necessarily who's most qualified. It's usually who do you want to be stuck in an elevator with? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's like how people are going to be dating now. It's like, who do you want to be stuck right. in quarantine with? Would you be stuck with this man? You know? Yeah. Like, even yeah. Just I like, mean, I, my... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, just like even very little things, like how they eat. You might be like, no, I can't watch that the rest of my life. (laughs) That's so true. I mean, my my test for it used to be like, who can I go on a long road trip with and not get bored? Mm -hmm. And this has blown that right out of the water. Uh Like, okay, who can I be stuck in an apartment with for months on end? (laughs) Like, you know, and again, I if you are quarantined with someone you're in a relationship with and you are not fighting at all, you do not care about that person. <laughs> um, 
And you don't. And you you don't care about yourself either. <laughs> you have given up. I was going to say, does this make you have like more serious conversations with Sam? Or or is it even like, because you're partly bored, you might be like really talking about future stuff of like, okay, say we were to do this. What, you know? Yeah, I usually, when I get bored, I go, let's talk about very serious future decisions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Men love that. Yeah, they love Men it. Men love and stuff. that. Yeah. I know. No, I mean, we were pretty intense. So we had, we had already talked about a lot of that stuff beforehand. I mean, I do think something like this puts a lot into perspective. And once it's over, fingers crossed, we are going to have to make some decisions. I mean... I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to move to New York, maybe, really? <laughs> to make up for this. I don't oh, know. I mean, oh, well, I was. Well, I, been here so long. Well, that's something of like. I didn't want to put pressure on you by asking. Of like, do you feel like this has made you be like, we should have an end date in mind, or maybe instead of I don't know, you've been doing basically one month of like, you pretend your home's New York, so you fly in and out of New York to your gigs, mm-hmm. and vice versa, him in LA, but. I was wondering if part of you almost felt like, okay, well, Sam's been here, you know, let's assume he'll be there three months, that, like, New York is then your home for three months, or I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think once it's okay to do that, I mean, it's hard, because we don't know. We don't know what's safe right now and, and what's smart to do, but if, let's say, best case scenario, and this won't happen, but let's say everything went back to normal in a month, then, yeah, I would be like, okay, I'm coming to New York for a few mm-hmm. months. Like, of course, because he was already out here a lot. I was supposed to be in New York for, a, like, all of April and May and March, too. And this, like, really messed up those plans Yeah. to the point where I was considering going back to New York with him um, for a minute when, when all this started. And I was like, maybe we should just quarantine in New York because he has been here a lot. But I just, I just knew New York was gonna be, was gonna be hit pretty hard. And yeah, it's I, higher numbers for sure. Yeah, and it's also just the, the like I have a car. Uh, it's mm-hmm. more spread out here. It's just, it just was safer here, and I think a better situation as far as like being stuck in a in a place. Because mm-hmm. um, we're stuck in an apartment. We could have been stuck in a room, which would yeah. have been <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, but yours yeah, already I mean, sounds like a home. Yeah. <laughs> Ours is like yeah. dorm style, man. It's like everyone has their bedroom and then there's just the kitchen and the bathroom. That's like it. Right. But at least you have rooms. That's yeah. what I mean. Like you have to have a room. You have to have a door you can close other than the bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Very true. <laughs> like his bathroom just kind of doubled as my panic room. Um, <laughs> When I was in New York and like couldn't sleep, I was like, I guess I'll just go in the bathtub and cry for a minute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know how you guys do it out there. But like, I, he's just been out here so much, and he's like such a New Yorker. And I, I mean, like I miss New York mm. even, and I can only imagine how he feels and um, his family's all there. And like, yeah, of course, I I owe him big time. I think. Um, as far as like staying in, where he lives for for a good long stretch, and this has been good for me perspective wise because like I I will do I used to be better about doing like morning pages like the artist way yeah, that, mm-hmm. like morning journaling, so I was looking back through some of those um, from like a year from like the last year or two, and there are so many entries of just me complaining about how burnt out I am mm-hmm. and how exhausted I am by the travel and how I don't know if I'm cut out for this lifestyle and I'm just fantasizing about being a writer and waking up in the same place every day and knowing what to expect and now that this has happened granted I know this is a special set of circumstances where like I'm not even allowed to go to a coffee shop right but this has really made me go wow I'm never gonna complain about traveling ever again Mm -hmm. ever again after this Yeah, when the quarantine first hit, I felt actually a little bit relieved because it was kind of this mindset of like, oh, everything's going to shut down for like two weeks, you know, Yes. maybe three, even just one month. I was like, you know what? Honestly, I was like, it was right before I was about to wake up, drive four hours to some gig, stay overnight, have to wake up early, drive back because I had to podcast with Molly. I had a show that night. Like I had all this stuff that it was just like when immediately everything got canceled, I kind of was like, whoo. It's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. oh, kind of nice that I can just, just stay in one place for a minute. 
and I don't even like have to fly as much as you do, but I, I'm like the in the car traveler that I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. God, there's so many days that I like get in the car and I'm like, if you say yes to the gig, Erica, the day's going to come, <laughs> like, <laughs> the day's going to get here and you're going to have to get in the car and go there. <laughs> like in theory, oh, it sounds God. good because you're about to go make some money. But then when it comes, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to pack this bag. I don't want to sit in this car. Like, yeah. <laughs> this day's always come. Um, well, I was going to say, uh, I guess in general of long distance relationships, what would you say are like the top three things you think help people that are in long-term? I mean, long-term, sorry, long distance. Yeah. FaceTime is a huge one. Texting throughout the day. So you both know what each other is doing because it just makes you feel like less insecure that maybe they're doing something. With somebody <laughs> else. I think there's always a degree of that with long distance relationships where you're like, Oh, what if they're meeting their soulmate right now? Um, <laughs> And it also just keeps you feeling closer because you you can like imagine what they're doing. And we were we were always really good about that. Like when we were apart, we talked all day. I mean, we were texting all day. If there were if we had shows or something, we go, oh, I have shows and maybe we wouldn't talk for a few hours. And then we had like a time that we were going to talk at night. We talked every night before bed over FaceTime, like usually throughout the day a little bit, maybe on the phone if I was driving somewhere like communication has to be even better when you're long distance than when you're together because it's all you have. And then I would say you have to have the next time you're going to see each other planned. Mm, Yeah. Like we had that talk, like the first time he came to LA, I think where he, we were both still kind of like tiptoeing around how intense we were going to be about it. But we, we were both just on the same page. We were like, yeah, no, I think we should, know the next time we're going to see each other yeah at the end of when we're currently seeing each other so there's an end date in mind which again is another thing for long distance couples like you probably need an end date in mind Mm -hmm. you need to say okay after this many years we need to zig or zag someone needs to move or you need to talk about whether or not you're able to live in both cities at -hmm. least for part of the year true yeah, I was just a couple of people I know that are, have been long distance and then it worked out were typically people that their long distance was because they were in like some type of grad school, mm-hmm. but it yes. had an end date in mind. You know, my yeah. one friend was in dental school in Denver and, you know, it worked out that halfway through her boyfriend's job transferred to like the Denver area. Mm-hmm. He found like a transfer and took it. But even if they didn't, she was like, well, it basically was like, I'll be in Denver for four years and then residency, they were going to try to meet up or something like that. I think immediately I would feel like, when am I seeing you again when you're like dropping them off at the airport? Yeah, like, well, exactly. Okay. <laughs> like, like I don't know, yeah. have your assistant call me? Like, it would just feel <laughs> yeah. very weird to be like, no, yeah, I want to know. Can't. Like, Especially yeah, if you have you to buy a flight. open-ended. Oh, for sure. Exactly. You got to buy a flight. And also it's just, again, it's so easy to feel insecure mm-hmm. when you are that far away from each other. You really have to take extra measures to make sure that you both feel super solid yeah and listening to you too about just this transition from long distance to quarantine it sounds like you guys are doing so well because you had some really big conversations up top so like you're not having them for the first time because you're locked (laughs) in an apartment together (laughs) also true right yeah exactly again i think you you have those conversations sooner Mm -hmm. in a long distance relationship in the same way that like, you know, you spend four days in a row together sooner than you Mm -hmm. would have, because typically you live within driving distance and you can go home at night and sleep Mm -hmm. in your own bed. And that's just not an option in long distance relationships. You're, you know, unless they come out and get a hotel, which after like the first time you're like, maybe, maybe we don't do that anymore because we're already flying to see each other. So (laughs) it's, uh, yeah, it's it's just it it really speeds things up intimacy wise. I think as far as like talking about more serious things, and because you gotta you gotta see if you have a future and if you're on the same page. Because if if you don't or you aren't, I mean, this is a very difficult thing to do. Oh yeah. And I would not I would not be in a long distance relationship with someone I liked even like half a percent less. Like, you have to be very into the person. Yeah. I mean, weirdly, before quarantine, like, when you and Sam started being long distance, there was part of me kind of being like, you know what? Maybe long distance is better of, like, well, this this makes a dude yeah. commit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're going to get on a plane yeah. or what? <laughs> you know? Like, right. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things, oh, yeah. like, you could just sit there from your side being like, yeah, why is this worth it for me to basically keep communicating with you and you live so far away? Right. Like, yes. It, it not, you know 
making it like do or die, but it kind of feels like you can't like dodge or you can't play that game of like, well, it's too soon to ask this question. <laughs> right. Like, this is long distance. <laughs> like this is taking up right. a lot of time and energy and especially because you guys have the three hour time difference too. Okay. So we wanted to play like a little scenario game. So say you have a friend who's on the verge of getting into a long distance relationship. Uh, what questions would you ask them or have them ask themselves to help figure out if it would be worth it and they should go for it? Do you have a savings account? <laughs> because it's going to be expensive. Are, is this person worth the money? Uh, how far away are they? I think that's important. I mean, if they're a five-hour drive, that's very different than a five-hour flight. Are they as serious about you as you are about them? Are they on the same page as far as how much you guys are going to see each other? Because they might think once a month is great. And you might think it needs to be once every week and a half. And if one of you is okay with not seeing each other that much and the other person isn't, that's not going to work. And are, are you ever going to be willing to move to them or are they ever going to be willing to move to you? Or are you both like firmly set in your careers and cities so that there's, there's no negotiating? Because if neither of you are going to move and you both have jobs that don't allow you to travel a lot or work from anywhere yeah, and do extended trips, it's probably not going to work out. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I would even think of it like, um, you know, doing just doing comedy, I'm like, well, look, I got to either be based in New York or L.A. It's like one mm-hmm. or the other type thing. So even if just I met someone in the city that was like, yeah, my future, I don't want to stay in a city forever. It's like, OK, but then where would you live? Would you live Jersey? That's like 40 minutes to the city mm-hmm. or a half hour or like, you know, if they're like, no, I want to yes. be middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. It's like, well, I'm just not going to do that <laughs> career wise. Like, right. I'm not going to make that jump. And it has yeah. nothing to do with them. But like something like that is like basically a reason to break up that's like it sucks because it's like it's not the person and it's not that you don't love them but it's yeah. just like yeah long term i i'm not gonna have the middle of nowhere pennsylvania life with yeah. the house and kids there you know it's better to know that early though True. than yeah, get absolutely. to the point mm-hmm. yeah we're like oh like i want to move to pennsylvania now and <laughs> build the house it's like what right <laughs> yeah, yeah do it before you're in love with them because once you're in love with them it's like maybe i will throw my life away um you you gotta ask that question really really early i think all right so we we only just wanted to ask one question uh from like past breakups um because mm-hmm. people are going to be going I mean, through them they need some help yeah. in the next few oh, weeks yeah. 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 <laughs> well, i was gonna say you know, we're anticipating a lot of people are about to be single when yeah. this is over so a lot of people are about to start listening to this podcast yeah, yeah. Or, or there are a lot of people that became single that thought they were in something and then quarantine started and you know their man or woman was like oh no you're not shacking up with me and they ended it because yeah. <laughs> basically yeah. they were like i'd rather be alone just calling my parents crying than hanging out with you oh, yeah. um, <laughs> that's rough <laughs> or whatnot that's so rough uh, that you know, I we're friends, so I know that you went through a breakup last year. You were living with the guy. You did get engaged. Then first was engagement was off, and then you guys officially broke up. But I guess what advice would you have, you know, for people that have just gone through a breakup, or was there anything that helped you kind of get through a breakup yourself? I mean, I watched a lot of like heartbreak TED talks. <laughs> uh, we watched think Erica, one, yeah. you and I. Did. Yeah, you you watched the same one I did. I think. Yeah, I the think you and Corinne one. recommended yeah. it to me. The How to Fix a Broken Heart guy. Yes, but then it's very good. You watch one, and then it recommends like three more, and you're like, "Well, let me check out uh-huh. these two. <laughs> and then it turns into a marathon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that that weirdly helped me a lot. You know what else helped? For me, I mean, I had only been with that person for like a little over a year or like yeah, like about a year when we got engaged. And then it was, you know, a few more months after that. So we hadn't even been together that long. But when you get engaged to somebody and they're in your life and they have met your whole family and you live with them and you have put all the utilities under their name because you trust that they're going to be there <laughs> and uh, then you break up, you're like, you're not just mourning that person. You're like mourning the loss of this life you thought you were going to have with them. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, I felt like kind of a failure. I felt like, oh my gosh, I was engaged and I, I failed and I couldn't make it work. And what helped me was like, I just looked up articles written by people who had broken off engagements or really long relationships in their 20s because there are so many people who spend 
most of their 20s with one person. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of us who date around and have a series of relationships, but there's a lot of people who like, um, one of my exes who I, I dated like five years ago, who I'm still friends with, his relationship before me was an eight year relationship. Oh my God. Where, yeah, they lived together. They had a dog together. They were totally, totally immersing each other's lives. And that's like his whole, it was like his whole twenties. It was like 22 to 30. He was with this person Jeez. and it ended. And like, I, I can't even wrap my head around being with somebody for eight years and then deciding it's not the right thing. And reading stuff like that made me go, you know what? Everybody's doing their best and you do change so much in your twenties that mm -hmm. y it's hard to make decisions like very permanent decisions like mm -hmm. who you're going to marry or um where you're going to live right now because like you take this pandemic for example nobody saw this coming nobody yeah. could plan mm -hmm. for this um and so i i think i think a lot of people when they're going through a breakup feel rejected and feel like they failed even if they ended it or it was mutual or whatever. I think that those are just, those are normal, natural feelings that occur and you have to remember that and kind of honor them and, and give yourself time to mourn and, and wallow a bit. Um, but yeah, reading stuff written by other people and like, you know, watching indie movies about that kind of thing <laughs> where you're like, Oh yeah, lots of people, uh, lots of people break up and it's devastating and, yeah, the ones you know where it doesn't work out. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. those are the good ones. Because I had to, I had to avoid anything that was like not even lovey, but just would have love storylines as like kind of predominantly in there. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I'm gonna wa start watching Sopranos. Like <laughs> right. I, I started watching like murder, anything that just was not lovey. That I was like, yeah, there's not you know this like oh, love interest you know storyline that every freaking thing has. Um, and yeah. then I even watched like uh, something that weirdly triggered me was watching um, Sex Explained, which is a great like docu series. Oh, yeah. But the one about birth control <laughs> weirdly <laughs> triggered me because I was like, when am I gonna have sex again? <laughs> <laughs> like You're I was like, like flushing your pills. Yeah, no, I stopped taking my pills when me and that guy broke up. So, like, it was kind of this thing of just like, why am I learning about this? I don't need this info now. Like, that's hilarious. I'm not gonna need it for a while. Like, and then oh I was God, like, why am I crying so watching the most boring one of all the sex explained? Like, it just weirdly, like, I just was like, nope, we gotta turn this off. Like, and then everyone's like, watch Love Is Blind. I'm like, fuck anything with love. I'm gonna finish Sopranos. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's good but uh, yeah, I, I mean that's I just think, me personally I mean, that's an important note no yeah. no that's an important note to watch ones where it doesn't work out like watch like watch like eternal sunshine or like crazy or yeah. uh 500 days of summer Ooh, like, up know, in the air are... i just watched up in the up air, in the air. That's Which, a good one whoa the what so a twist yeah. my god you gotta watch that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's good yeah. it'll I'm make you for... miss traveling though Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But that was weirdly, yeah. I was like, oh, no wonder people love this movie. movie. Like, George Clooney just got dumped. <laughs> he's fine. Ah, uh, yeah, he's fine. You can look at him for two hours. Oh, yeah. That's very true. Oh, my God. It's so, and then you're like, and he'll and he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. in the future. Right. You know? You want to watch stuff that gives you hope that things are going to be fine. Because, honestly, every breakup feels like the end of the world when you're in it. And then it's, a few months go by, and you're like, oh, I'm fine. Everything's yeah. still here. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the end of my life. And like, that was that breakup that I went through was the worst breakup I've ever been through in my life. Like, without a doubt, the most painful thing. I mean, I could not sleep. I could not eat. I felt sick all the time. I just felt nauseous all the time. I was crying all the time. And then a few months later, it was like, oh, and now you're in a much better relationship. And your career is going pretty well. And life's pretty good. And a few months ago, you thought it was over. Like, you thought you were going to be depressed for a year, and it wasn't even close to that. So that's my advice for anybody breaking up right now. When you, After you went through that breakup, how did you know you were ready to start dating again? Oh, I wasn't. Oh, really? I absolutely wasn't. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I absolutely wasn't ready. And it just kind of, <laughs> it just kind of happened. I mean... Sam and I got together somewhat quickly after my breakup, but my breakup was so gradual. Like I gave the ring back late June and 
we broke up like officially like late August because we went to couples therapy for a couple months and had, you know, sort of like a trial separation where he moved out and it was a lot of back and forth for two solid months of like he was all in and he wanted to try and make it work and I didn't want to and then I wanted to make it work and then he wasn't sure and he just wanted to take it slow and it just kept it just like nobody was on the same page and it it kept becoming clearer and clearer that we just weren't right for each other and um when I met Sam I was like maybe a week or two away from actually breaking things off like for good and so we just we had just been talking like as friends over text on the road not even I think at home just on the road texting um like you do you have like that rotation of comics yeah. that you talk to and, <laughs> and you're like just, who else is up met. late at night in a hotel room in exactly. the middle of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> exactly nothing weird or or whatever and then we started talking we talked on the phone in September and like spent like seven hours on the phone one night and it was just like oh shit okay um well I I probably I think after that I got a little spooked and I didn't talk to him for a few days and then he called me when I was driving like up to northern California for shows and we talked for like four hours again and I was like okay something's going on and I need to decide what I'm gonna do here because I I felt I felt really fucked up from that breakup and that relationship and I didn't trust myself to make good decisions and I didn't trust myself to trust other people because I had been in a thing where someone had lied to me the thing before that I had been in a relationship where I thought somebody was lying to me and I could never prove it and then that person admitted that they had been lying to me like (laughs) a couple months into my it was just all this stuff I just had like two very different and somewhat similar in way uh relationships back to back and then I met Sam and I was kind of like am I just making the same mistakes over and over again where I get into a new thing before I'm ready and uh and Sam too Sam was like I you know I hope I'm not a rebound and maybe I am for you and um we talked about it a lot in the beginning and I was like I don't think you're a rebound because I really don't want to date you like I don't want to (laughs) date not you specifically but just anybody yeah Yeah, I don't want to date anybody for such a long time and you know it just it just happened and and again it's it's because I like him so much it's because we we talked so much and we still talk so much and um he made me want to be a better comic and you know just I the the biggest reason that I didn't want to date him became that I just like wanted to keep him in my life and I was like I just want to like make sure that we're friends you know and I was like if we date that'll ruin it and he was like well I'm never gonna be your friend now it's a little late for that and I was like all right well I guess we'll date (laughs) so fine (laughs) and I'm so glad I did but yeah I'm so glad I did but the the whole like making sure you're ready thing I think is important but I don't think it always works out that way I think sometimes you're you're ready and nothing comes and then I think sometimes you're not ready and you just meet somebody fantastic and you know we we had a couple conversations in the beginning where he's like maybe you just need more, need more time and we can revisit this later and I was like maybe I do and then we just couldn't stop talking to each other <laughs> so it was like it was never it just wasn't gonna it just wasn't gonna happen so um yeah I, I definitely did not get to a place where I was like I'm ready for a new relationship like I'm I'm pretty uh I'm a pretty severe serial monogamist as well so I like being in a relationship there's nothing wrong with that no I don't think it's being severe or anything <laughs> I hope I hope not sometimes I feel bad about it I'm like is this not the way you should be doing it but I uh I like being in a relationship and I've I've learned a lot from every relationship I've been in and the only the only I know, you know, I was going to say the only one I wish I hadn't been in, but I, I'm glad I was in all of them because, again, I just learned. I just learned a lot from each one. There's one where I, like, kept going back that I probably shouldn't have. But uh, but even I but then that teaches with... you never to go back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've never, like, gone back to an ex, but, like, the quarantine made you be like, well, and then you're like, nope, don't, like, you have to remember the reasons it ended. That's always the things I tell yeah. myself. It's like this ended for oh. s- certain reasons mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with this quarantine. So, 
This I gotta change start it. doing that. That's yeah. my move, and it's toxic. <laughs> right. Well, that that was one of his tips in that TED talk, right? Is write down all the reasons mm-hmm. yeah, that they're wrong work. for you, mm-hmm. and then you can look at them when you're starting to like, romanticize it. That helped me so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We actually so did much. that with yeah. uh, Corinne. Yeah, we all shared lists. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, uh, especially amazing. when he says just do like little pet peeves. That yeah, aren't even. That, yeah. That's not even reasons it ended. It's just just remind yourself of their annoying things. You're <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, that drove right. me crazy. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You've never like shot a shot dating wise, have you? Shot a shot. Like made a move of some sorts. Oh, that didn't work out. Worked or didn't did. work. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever like shot your shot? Oh, worked or didn't work. Yeah. If you can remember Ooh, a time. That would you... you have an example? I mean, I wrote a song for a kid uh, when I was in middle school. Like that was like oh, that was a big bold that. one. That's my biggest one yeah. I've ever done. Uh, it That's can be like smaller hilarious. things too. Yeah, but I, f- I feel um, like we've talked about this, and you you said you never really make first move. That's not necessarily true. Um, I think that even if you don't make the first move, you can still shoot your shot in a big way and it not work out. Um, I mean. With my ex, he had asked me out while I was seeing somebody else. And I was like, you know what? I am seeing somebody, but thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for your interest. Uh, <laughs> request, request denied. And, right. And then that relationship fell apart five months later because it was the one I went back to. And I wanted to get over that guy so badly that I went back to that guy's DM and just wrote, Hey, I don't know if you still want to get coffee, but I think we should just like no punctuation, like nothing. (laughs) And that, and that was the guy I got engaged to. So um, (laughs) I'm really bad at rebounding. Um, But yeah, I don't, I don't know if there was ever a time that I like, there was, there was one time that I was absolutely rebounding and it was, it was, it was a long distance thing. And it was not somebody I was super interested in. I was just in a lot of pain. <laughs> and I had been I had been talking to this guy that I had worked with at one point. And I had been talking to him, like, just over text and on the phone and everything. And I had a layover in his city that was, like, two hours. But I was flying into a town for a gig, like, the night before to make sure I could get there. And his city was, like you know, closer to that place that I had to be. So I, I just decided to stay in his city instead of getting on the next plane. Oh shit. And so, yeah, this is embarrassing. I don't know that I've thought about this in a long time. Um, (laughs) and, and like we went and got dinner and had a nice time. And then he drove me back to my hotel and that was it. And I felt so stupid. I was like, what? Why the hell? And I got sick. And when you don't get on your next flight, by the way, um, they, and if you've, if you've done it right, I booked a round trip flight. Oh, yeah. And they cancel your way back. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so I had to book a brand new flight to get home. So I spent all this money and like nothing happened. And, <laughs> I just needed a rebound and it wasn't even that. And then I talked to him like the next day or something. And he was like, Oh, you know, I was hoping you would have like asked me to come upstairs or something. And I was like, bitch, <laughs> I was in your city. He's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, I, I got off a plane and got a hotel room. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, uh... I was like, it's so stupid. And it was so unattractive to me that I was just like, all right, we're done. We're done talking mm. now. <laughs> yeah. You, so like, you were like, I did make a move. That I thought, or at least try yeah. to like kiss me goodbye in the car or something. Dude. It is, it's weird to have no though. physical contact yeah. and then invite someone into your hotel room or apartment. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like to have it, nothing? Like usually exactly. like, yeah. I mean, I guess he drove, but like usually like in an Uber ride somewhere, like a little makeout might happen. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. All right. Like we're both feeling this. Or something. there's like some kind of vibe. Yeah. That some you're like, this is going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. But I think he just like didn't, I don't know. It was weird. I, I was... 
I was so pissed when he was like, yeah, I was hoping you'd, I was hoping you'd ask, I was like, dude, why do you think, I fucking came there, and he was like, oh, that's a good point, and I was like, what yeah. am I doing, yeah, you're not just even happen. that cool, yeah, yeah. or like, or that's, that's almost, what happens. or it's like, that's almost what you get when you try to be sly of like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what, I have a long layover, let's get dinner, yeah. like, yeah. just, just trying to be like, I'll just conveniently, like show here. up where they are. Yeah. <laughs> Men are too not, dumb. For that. I booked a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, I, but did he know that you changed it from a two-hour layover to like I'll just stay the whole night? Yes. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, I That's thought you bad. were just being sly of like, oh, like, I'm here. I have to stay here for a night. Yeah. Oh no, shit. No. no. Oh, yeah, oh, that's clearly for him. That's on him. That is 100% oh, on yeah. him. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, thank you. On. Now I don't know. Now I'm like, maybe he didn't realize that at the time, but I'm pretty sure he did. Because I was like, hey, what if I just did this? And he was like, oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. And then like, we, ha- you know, you yeah. have dinner, it's great. And then like, no, it's your turn, man. <laughs> <laughs> I booked... I well, booked this holiday in. Oh wait, who paid for dinner? He paid for dinner. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you booked him a no. You didn't book him a room. Just you. No, just me. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you right. book him a room? Well, yeah, well, well, I, I was, well, was going to say him. Him paying makes it a date. Right. right? Like yeah. When one person picks up the whole bill, I think that makes it a date. Yes. Right? Uh, and yeah, especially you were telling him I'm switching this to I'm staying yeah. overnight and getting a hotel. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I paid. I get it of not wanting to invite yourself up to the room. But there's also like a stall move that could have been yeah. made, uh, you yeah. know, a kiss thing, something. Yeah. It's just something. Hand on the leg. Come on, man. Yeah. Get, hand on the leg. Hand that's on the a leg. Nice move. Come on. <laughs> yeah. There was there were no Literally. like little touches at dinner to test waters. You yeah. Know? No. It's just like, oh. why are you? Uh, and hugs don't count. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hug hello. Hug goodbye. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm like getting, I'm like getting mad just thinking about it again. I'm like, I was, I was so embarrassed because <laughs> I was like, I am, this is, I'm so much cooler than you. This is nuts. Like, but clearly I'm not because I did this. <laughs> so embarrassing. That's amazing. That was a long time ago. Okay. Thank All right. God. You're bolder than I thought that. Yeah. I'm like, I've made some bold. Yeah. I'd be by too impatient. Way, oh, oh well, by the by way, the way that was, that was the beginning of the only year that I was, I was single for 10 months. Uh, I've been single for a 10 month period in the last seven years. And that was what really made me me go. That's what really made me go. You got to get your shit together. (laughs) 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 That was like a rough night in a holiday and express just going like, you bitch, you are you are trying to date anyone right now. <laughs> like you have to. It's okay that you don't have the next thing lined up. You can just be yeah. for a minute, and like that's when we started self helpless. That's when I got uh, like go. JFL new faces. That's when I got a development deal. Like so many things happened for me when I took a break <laughs> from dudes. <laughs> so if you are single right now and you're lonely in quarantine, uh, use this time to get very very productive yeah <laughs> because Try it really does free up so much mental energy uh when you do take that time off very consciously and are not thinking about it. and then once you know quarantine is lifted then you know get back out there and and have your uh, your list of deal breakers ready <laughs> <laughs> very true we made yeah. a we made a deal breaker list Oh yeah, it was one, Did of you? Our, one of our yeah. activities. They're called uh, non-negotiables. Is the nice way to say it. Yeah, it was recommended from some what? book, but Ooh, but we were weirdly being like, it took us a while to start thinking of them. But then yeah. you get on a roll. You're like, and this, yeah. <laughs> and this. <thing."> yeah. <laughs> Basically, think of all the past people you've ever gone on a date with or just hooked up with, and then you'll quickly remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll be like, I'm not doing that again. Oh, that was annoying. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I know I was like, we've got to wrap this up. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Thank you guys for hanging out with me for an hour. (laughs) I was like, and anyone listening definitely should check out um, your podcast, Self Helpless with Kelsey Cook and Delaney Fisher. It's great. I've mm-hmm. listened to a couple mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, when I went through a breakup, I like feng shuied my room. <laughs> After oh, I listened yeah. to their feng shui episode, I was like, we got to move the bed away from the wall. That was our problem. Um, <laughs> it's like I mean... something that stuck in my head. I was like, yeah, yeah, that'll get you a relationship. You got to open the bed. Um, <laughs> by the way, quarantine, I moved it back to the wall. But uh, <laughs> it's like, this goes back. Um, and then That's also so your funny. other podcast is This is Important to Me with Sam. 
and that's mm-hmm. a movie podcast. Yes. So you're catching up on Yeah, we're showing films. each other. We're showing each other our favorite movies that the other person hasn't seen. Uh, that thing you do in relationships where you're like, you have to watch this. This is important to me. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, so understand me so much more. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and if anyone listening to this has not watched Taylor's new special, it's truly one of the best specials I've seen in a long time. It was incredible. It's on Netflix called thank you. Quarter Life Crisis or search Taylor Tomlinson. It'll pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you, guys. thank you for coming on. Thank yeah, you all for listening. You. And um, also at Taylor Tomlinson on social media. Find mm-hmm. her. Look her up. She'll be coming to your city eventually. <laughs> if you're lucky, she might have a layover. You know, yeah, she might get a hotel room. Type of thing. And uh, I'm at Sparica. And I'm at the Guacamole. And our pod is at Shooters Got to Shoot Pod. You could submit your funny things for us to share. And uh, we will see you all next week. Have a great week, guys. Thanks.